Well, his name is Ryan and he can't wipe his ass. Let me tell you one thing, he'll sure make you laugh. He's a comic by night and he's really quite the lad. And I bet that you'll find his comedy's pretty rad. He likes Wu-Tang and Star Wars and boobs, to name a few. He'll tell you all about it while he takes a poo. Now on to the show, it's time for some laughs from Ryan LaChance. And the people who wipe my ass There we go. What's up, fuckers? It's your boy, Ryan. Welcome to episode two of Ryan LaChance and the people that wipe my ass. I'm here with my girl, Angie. Hey, guys. I'm Angie, and I've wiped Ryan's ass. On today's episode of Ryan LaChance and the people that wipe my ass... Man, that's a lot of words to say at once. <laughs> okay, uh, anyway, on today's episode, uh, we I will be interviewing the wonderful a- Angie Middleholtz, the co-host of Ryan Wishunts and the People That Wipe My Ass. <laughs> I'm ready for you, Ryan. Are you sure? I, well, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. You've surprised me many, many times. <laughs> Good and bad surprises. Um, <laughs> and that's why the podcast is called... Uh, people that wipe my ass because you have wiped my ass. Yes, I have. So my first question is, what was it like to wipe my ass, and what technique did you use? <laughs> did you use the wax on, wax off technique, or the paint the fence technique, or clockwise versus counterclockwise technique? I have no idea what any of those techniques are. <laughs> but I do know that what I did was I would always make sure I put the put the gloves on, and then I would grab three or four baby wipes. Baby wipes are important, baby yes. Baby wipes, yeah. And didn't use toilet paper, used baby wipes. And Because I'm a princess. This is like a very um, interesting topic to talk about your experience in wiping ass. I'm sure like <laughs> mothers and stuff like that like, have had the, I don't know, have you ever described how you wipe an ass? I've never, this is literally the first time for me to describe how I've wiped your ass. That's why it's a good question. <laughs> Continue with your answer, please. Um, and then I would like, I would just, I would keep wiping until nothing showed up on the so wipe. So you're quoting Paul Rudd where he would say, I would wipe so vigorously that there would be no more shit on my ass? Is that what your answer is? <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. I would make sure there was no shit on your ass. <laughs> well, that's very important because I do spend a lot of time sitting on my ass. There's been plenty of times, though, when you're like, I feel like there's still stuff there. I yeah. feel like, and I was like, Ryan, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I wiped it thoroughly. I promise you. <laughs> Sometimes I would just do that on purpose. I know you would. You, there's so many things that you did. You're, you're a little sneak mm. sometimes. You're, you're funny to work for sometimes. I love fucking with people. <laughs> I love fucking with people. You did. You did. Uh, yeah. I, would be, I would be sitting. I would just literally sit down. And you would be like, um, Angie. <laughs> yes. Or I'd ask you for something as you were doing it, like right in front of me. Yes. I mean, fair enough. That's my job. I'd be like, can I have a drink as you're pouring me a drink? And I can see that you're pouring me the drink. I still ask for the drink <laughs> because it's a power move. It's a power move. <laughs> because so much of my life is out of my control. I have to enjoy the little things in life, Just like, like annoying the fuck out of people <laughs> by doing such things. 
you know, just you know, even with all of that, you still were my favorite job. Really? <laughs> well, that's saying a lot. You must have had some really shitty jobs. Um, to... Yeah. Well, I did collections once. That was. Uh, so yeah. people fucking hate you. That's what you're saying to me for right real? now. For real, I did collections uh, for Walmart credit cards. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> it was painful. I lasted two and a half weeks for real. Uh, I imagine many people were quite upset with you. Yes, no. People were not happy to talk to me. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this a little more. So is it a credit card specifically for Walmart? Or yeah. So people would use it to buy stuff at Walmart? Oh, well, some people uh, just get credit cards to rack up the charges and then just never pay it. You can do that? Oh, lots of people do that. Wait, doesn't somebody like come take your house away or something? Not for, not, not for unsecured credit cards. I'm sounding dumb right now. But <laughs> no, but... I don't no. know how real life works because I don't touch the ground, so <laughs> you got to explain these things to me. No, yeah, people, I mean, they're like, I'm not paying that. I'm not paying that. That, that was it. That was literally all I could do was call, make the call, have them yell at me, and then that was done. So you went from that to wiping my ass? No, bef- what did I do before... I was working with Haley, right? Our friend oh, okay. Haley. Oh, yes. And what were you Pro. doing with Haley? Um, we were working at a massage in Cairo. So clinic. you were having people complain at you for having a sore back? Yes. So you went from people not wanting to pay bills, telling you to fuck off, to complaining about how... They oh, no, I did the collections job, like, oh, okay. probably 10 years ago. But that oh. was one of my worst jobs. Well, for the sake of the podcast, you could have just said yes. <laughs> Because I was building up to something, Angie. Way to ruin the drama and the intrigue and the suspense. I was trying to build, like, the girl who played with fire and kind of suspense in the podcast. And you just kind of done fucked it up. I'm starting to doubt this podcast. (laughs) You're starting to doubt (laughs) episode two. I'm doubting this podcast. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Like, I literally had nothing else to do today. Dude, you told me (laughs) to um, try and think about my answers and ask, you know, answer in-depthly and everything. And did did you not (laughs) give me that advice? Yeah, but the only part that you missed is that you're supposed to make it interesting. So Fair you could, enough. You Fair could, I was setting up the plate for you. All you had to do was eat the meal, and you done fucked it up. Done fucked yeah. it up. I know. I know. What am I going to do with myself, huh? Podcast three is going to be a murder-suicide note. That's what's <laughs> going to happen if we don't get a guest <laughs> fucking soon. We are going to kill each other. That's what's going to happen. We, c- we might kill each other. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, it is COVID, so... <laughs> it is COVID, so... <laughs> you know... I mean, if I catch it, you know, yeah. If I if I catch it... You know, I, I was also... Okay, let's get into this here now. If I caught COVID, so many people would have got sick. Because so many people have to get close to me. Yeah. I'd feel so bad. Yeah, well, I think... I want to say something funny about that, but that kind of just... That sucks. All right, moving on. <laughs> that sucks. Life sucks right now. It's all yeah. good. It's all good. <laughs> People are buying gloves for no reason, touching their face and then touching produce with them. Like, <laughs> that's not the point of the gloves. Stay away from your fucking face. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, 
Okay. People are crazy now, Ange. People say some weird shit now because they believe the 5 o'clock news. And I'm not turning in this into a conspiracy theory about how I feel about COVID. But it's bullshit. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's, it's amazing how it's become this big political thing, though, yeah, right? It's turned into, like, we got to look out for each other to who's going to make the most money on the vaccine and who's going to be... Come president of the United States because they say the right thing about the COVID epidemic. Yeah, no, it's, it's fucking weird. Man. It is. It is. It's weird times we're living in. It's been a very weird year. So in that regard, uh, why do you think stand-up comedy is important right now? Oh, it's in huge, your opinion, it's hugely important. I think. Uh, well, it's it's harder. It get. I feel like comedy gets harder and harder because people are afraid to laugh at certain things anymore. That's why podcasts are good right now. Like I can shit on you right now. <laughs> like literally, I could shit on you, and figuratively, and someone sitting at home by themselves, like eating a bag of Doritos, and they can laugh at that right now. But if they did that in public, they'd be uh, scorned and. Given the scarlet letter or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you can get away with a lot. It's like cartoons; you can get away with so much more. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not wearing pants right now, cause fuck pants, really. I mean, yeah, I hear ya. That's why we. That's also why we can't record a YouTube channel for this video, because people would want the up the skirt shots with me, and I don't know <laughs> if I want to give it to them. You know. <laughs> Oh, Ryan, that just gave me visuals. Visuals, man. Visuals. Well, visuals that you had to see all the time. I had, yeah, it ain't nothing I haven't You've seen. You've seen me in my birthday suit. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you what you think because I don't want to be disappointed with your answer. <laughs> <laughs> just keep my opinions uh, yeah. to myself. <laughs> then I know I like make this wheelchair look good. And you know who else makes a wheelchair look good, Angie? Hmm. Amanda Smith. Aww. And why is Amanda Smith important to us, Angie? Oh, Amanda is amazingly important to us, not only because she's been our friend for quite some time, but she helped us buy um, some equipment that we need to have uh, guests on the podcast. Right now, our audio interface, we can only plug in two microphones, so it's just me and Ryan. Um, but Amanda's now given us the ability. We've just ordered the equipment that we need to have guests on the podcast. And uh, we'll be able to do that in the next couple of weeks when our order comes in. So thanks to Amanda for doing that. That's, yeah. Thanks to Amanda, because without it, Angie and I would kill each other. <laughs> so thank you for that, Amanda. Do you want to kill me, Ryan? No. I can't. <laughs> Not I, yet. I keep saying that, <laughs> and I'm going to sound like a psychopath, but I don't. I'm just kidding. I just know that if we, we're right now, we're face-to-face. -face. Don't worry, we're six feet apart, people. Totally. Uh, but we're face-to-face, -face and I know if we did this for a few weeks and did it, uh, uh, we'd just end up running out, running out of things to say, and there'd be a lot of dead space in the um, podcast, I'm sure. Well, it'll just be fun to have. Uh, it's called Ryan Lachance and the people who wipe my ass. So I'm not the only one who's wiped your ass, right? Yeah, I've had many people touch my tukus. <laughs> <laughs> With many types of toilet paper and baby wipes. So. All fun experiences. Did you have a favorite 
Did I have a favorite? Did you have a favorite? Like, you know what? This person really takes care of my ass. Like, <laughs> I had one that one caregiver once that used to like lotion my bum after like oh, wow and stuff. It's it was strangely. Uh, at first it was weird because I'm like, why are you doing this? But then I wanted to make <laughs> really enjoy it. You know, it's kind of like the first time that you use the bidet and you're like, I don't want to get like water squirted in my ass. And then you actually try it. And you're like, it feels pretty good. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that I had a favorite because that'd be like, Choose and they'd be asking a parent to choose their favorite child, but um, yeah, which we all know every parent has a favorite child. For example, my mom's is my sister, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know that my mom loves me, but I know that my sister is her favorite. But anyway, <laughs> we can get into my 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 childhood in the later episode, but. We'll have um, a guest therapist come on, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, it'll be my mom. <laughs> George just tell me why I should become a journalist or a liar instead of a stand-up comedian. <laughs> um, no, my mom. Shout out to my mom. She's very sweet and loving, and she's going to listen to this. So I love you, Mom, and don't worry. You're a great mom, and I know that Colleen's your favorite. Cool. All right, moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, so... But this podcast is supposed to be about you, Angie, not about me. Um, so I want to ask you more questions. And one of the questions I want to ask you is, how are you coping through this whole pandemic and everything? Like, what are you doing to make sure that Angie's okay? Um, well, good. I mean, good question. It's. I think everybody's coping in their own way. Um, I personally have been pretty fortunate to be working uh, through the pandemic. So I've had a job, I've had financial, um, stability. Um, I was lucky, like I, a lot of the banks and stuff like that worked with me on postponing payments and like figuring out my finances. So I was able to figure out that stress. I've honestly been getting a little bit of exhaustion over, like, I didn't get a break. I didn't get to deal with the pandemic and have a break from everything. So you didn't get to get Stay drunk and eat ice cream for no reason because <laughs> it's two o'clock in the afternoon on Tuesday and you have nowhere to be. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that. I mean, so basically, you're saying you didn't get enough time to binge watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I mean, I do like watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> shout out to Brooklyn Nine Nine, but fuck Brooklyn Nine Nine at the same time <laughs> because one of the moments everybody asked me what was your time with Angie Lake, and I was like. You know what? Angie was probably one of the best caregivers I had. She did her job really good. Uh, I enjoyed the fact that she was a comedian too because not only did she understand what it was like to deal with someone like myself from a caregiving perspective, but also she knew what to deal with when the comedian me would come out and start picking apart a joke or critiquing myself because even though my set really went really well, I fucked up the wording on one of the jokes or one of the punchlines didn't hit the right way. You knew how to deal with all that drama and bullshit. So uh, in a lot of ways, it was very helpful, very, very helpful for, for me to have you around because you understood all that shit. Whereas a lot of people come in and they might be a 
professional asshole for extreme and come with like a, a sham wow and all the good shit and know what to do with my <laughs> wiping the booty. But the minute I break down after having a set that for no uh, unbeknownst to them for no reason went really well, but but to me there was that one little thing you knew how to do. Deal with that one little thing. And most of the time you would deal with it by just telling me to shut the fuck up and stop being a whiny little bitch. <laughs> and usually it works pretty good. And then we would throw on some Tupac and and, and be all good. And, and you'd make me forget about how I couldn't get that punchline correct or whatever zone that was. Well, I consider that part of my job just to keep you, you know, in good spirits. Yeah. I uh, Well... The, the job title is caregiver, so... But, I mean, uh, I had to have been annoying to you at some point. You can't spend as much time as we did together without being annoyed. <laughs> We're going to get into this for real? <laughs> oh, you... I mean, roast me. Like, oh, do whatever. What, do, your, do, do your best, my friend, because... Do my best? Do your best. <laughs> okay, people. I might need to back away from the microphone a bit because I might get a little animated in this part of the podcast. <laughs> Here we go. Um, for the most part, Angela, like I said, you did a good job. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love binge-watching television. As, we're, as we were saying, one of your favorite shows, if not your favorite show, is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Despite Andy Sandberg, but anyway, that's my <laughs> own fucking opinion. Um, <laughs> I enjoy the show. Um, however, I do not enjoy the show to the point where you enjoy the show. <laughs> I don't enjoy the show to the point where you think it's the only show that they ever made, <laughs> ever. And because it's Tuesday in July, we have to binge watch. All the Halloween heist episodes in a row <laughs> in the proper order of when they came out or else it doesn't make sense to you. And then, oh, I'm just going to put a show on, and, but I'm going to fall asleep and put the remote out of the uh, Ryan's reach <laughs> so he's stuck still listening to the fucking show <laughs> while you're snoring away on the couch wrapped up in your weighted blanket. That looks extremely comfortable that you would always bring over, but never offer to let me try and use. <laughs> but you would just tell me how comfortable I was all the time as I was complaining about being cold because I have shitty circulation. You'd be like, I don't know what you're doing. I'm doing okay. I'm like, well, yeah. Because <laughs> you got 200 pounds of blanket on top of you <laughs> and you're an eight-year-old delegate. Building a pillow fort out of my fucking couch. <laughs> all you were missing was the fucking moat. That's all you needed because you know that wheelchairs and water don't mix. So I couldn't cross into Angie Land when Angie was watching her fucking Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> I got mixed with when I punched Terry Crews in the tent. Oh, <laughs> Just cause. I have some pentavagor. That's how I feel about that. That's how you, do you feel better now? Slightly. Slightly. 
I just wish I could stand up and enjoy the moment. <laughs> and maybe walk around a bit. Pace. Pace. Well, that's the only just thing I was missing. Didn't mean to re-traumatize you at all. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> My next question to you is a little less traumatizing for both of us. Okay. Um, <laughs> what were your thoughts when you had to hold a joint to my webs the first time you're like, I'm getting the guy in a wheelchair high. Like, what was that like for you? Or do you even want to die? No, it's yeah, fine. That's okay. totally like, I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's like medicinal. And Oh, no, I agree with you totally. Yeah. And that's why I do use it. Yeah. But I was just asking you because I've heard from other care- caregivers that it's often a, uncomfortable weird experience but for the first time because they're like i don't know like how much you can handle and i don't know like what's gonna happen and no, stuff like that no so. it's uh 100 like <clears throat> i'm I, glad it makes you feel better and yeah i think it just made us get along easier too because if we were both kind of worked up about something we'd we'd an all joint talk it out and we'd be good to go so i think it's very uh it's a good thing. It's like the like a peace pipe or something, you know? Yeah, absolutely. We got along great. Yeah. You're always in a good mood. Yeah, and I was always hungry. <laughs> I was always hungry. <laughs> like I am right now. No, it was uh, a lot of the things that came up while we were working together. Um, it was just, it was very easy to do because I just, I care about you and I just wanted to take care of you, so... Aww. Aww. Getting all sentimental. Yeah. Enough of that shit. (laughs) Did you ever have a moment when we were... uh, Okay. Before I ask you this question, I should clarify. Um, A lot of the time in public, being in the chair, I do get a lot of looks and a lot of side glances and a lot of, like, uh, cat calls. No, just kidding. Uh, It's (laughs) because I make the wheelchair look good. Um, uh, I was just wondering, like, what is, what's it like for you when, like, society gets weird with me, and have you ever had a moment where you just want to, like, uh, murder somebody or something? Um. Without naming names? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's been times when I feel like certain people have treated you like you couldn't be the one having the conversation. Mm. Like... I would be talking directly to you, asking you questions, and you're fully capable of responding to those questions, and other people would just be like, would interject on the conversation and answer for you, feel like they have to answer for you, and it's like, I'm talking to Ryan. I'm, I, don't, yeah. I don't like that whole you know, experience that you have where people think that you can do less than you can. You still have a lot of things that you can do yeah, um. but I can't wipe my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> or else we wouldn't have a podcast. It'd just be like Ryan. <laughs> just <laughs> and, Ryan. <laughs> and that'd be boring. Without you, I'd just be talking to a mirror right now, you know? So <laughs> we need this podcast. We need people to listen because I don't want to become like some Howard, Howard Hughes recluse where I end up talking to my mirror, talking to the mirror, pissing in a milk jug. And oh, so far, people are listening. It's all good. I know. Yeah. And thank you, people that weren't just me and Angie. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to the podcast. Yeah, it's been fun. So,
So, Angie, besides um, being my caregiver, you and you and I are also um, comedians, and we've done a lot of interesting shows together. There's been times where not only have you been uh, paid to wipe my butt, but you've also been paid to host a comedy show that I might be producing or on or something. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite moments with you, and you might kill me for bringing this up right now, <laughs> but we were, uh, I don't know if you remember, but uh, pre-COVID uh, and during the summer when you were working with me a few years ago, I was running a show in White Rock, mm-hmm. and you were really nervous about the show because we were sold out and the restaurant was packed. You know, back in the good old days when people could actually go out and do shit? Yep. Um, and you had a few wobbly bumps, <laughs> and you forgot that you had to put me to bed, and um, that whole experience of uh, hi, hi Ryan and drunk Angie trying to get me in, <laughs> the, in the swing and put to bed was quite the more entertaining moment because I remember... Uh, we walked down because it was just at the beach, so we, our plan was to take a, a taxi back, but we couldn't get a taxi because all the all the disabled friendly taxis were taken. So I had to basically double you on my wheelchair as we drove up the hill <laughs> to get from the show. And, um, you make it sound uh, like, of course, this was my favorite job. I get to get drunk. I get to sleep on the couch with a weighted blanket and just watch yeah. freaking romantic comedies. Like, yeah. obviously, this was my favorite job. Yeah. And I always have good snacks, people. I always have good snacks. <laughs> Stoners have good snacks. That was uh, a very interesting night, for yes. sure. For sure. Um, do you remember which night I'm talking about? I do remember that uh, night. Yes. Yes, I was very hungover the next day. <laughs> yes, and you still had to look after me and wipe my butt. Yeah, well, that was my own fault. <laughs> um. <laughs> we should uh, we should do some shout-outs. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's do some shout-outs. Let's do some shout-outs. So we want to give a shout-out to the Yucca Tree Cafe at 1347 Johnston Road in White Rock. Um, Ryan loves this place, right? Absolutely. It's delicious. Yeah. I highly recommend their... Fried banana walnut French toast, or their corned beef scramble, and their home homemade soups, their homemade hamburgers. Basically, you can't go wrong with anything on the menu. So, it's absolutely delicious. Yeah. So check out the Yucca Tree Cafe. Um, also, the Laughing Barber Darwin at the Laughing Barber on Instagram. Uh, shoot him a message. He is uh, he's awesome, right? He cuts your he takes care of your beard. Hey, Ryan. Yes, he. Was me to have a pretty sick beard game to the point where if they ever have uh, a new age Viking television show where I'm able to use my wheelchair instead of a fucking horse, uh, I'm going to get lots of work. Um, but he makes me look pretty awesome and he turns uh, this Disney princess or this beast into a Disney princess <laughs> all the time. So <laughs> shout out to Darwin. And uh, we also want to um, give a little plug for our podcast. We're going to figure out how to set up donations, uh, sponsorships. Um, but for now, if you want to support the podcast, you can send e-transfer to wipeasspodcast at gmail.com. That's wipeasspodcast at gmail.com. 
Also, if you... Um, what? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. What? You're going to say something. No, I'm not going to. Never mind. All right. So, yeah. Feel free to send us emails, feedback, um, money. We'll take it. We'll take it. Spend it wisely. I need spinners from a wheelchair. <laughs> so, need some hydraulics. We'll put the money to good use for sure. Yes, we will. Um, also, Ryan, you want to talk about some upcoming shows? Uh, yes, I do. On uh, November 6th, this Friday, I think it's November 6th, I will be at the uh, Keto Caveman Cafe doing the show for the wonderful Susie Rossum. Um, and also on September or November 20th, sorry, September 20th, like, did I just build a time machine and go backwards? <laughs> if I did, 20th. I'm going to teach myself how to walk. <laughs> you know, that'd be pretty sweet. Maybe then I can wipe my own ass and be called the rival shot soldier and how he wiped his ass podcast or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll be as exciting, but anyway. Um, yeah, November 20th. Uh, November 20th, I will be at the White Heart Pub in Surrey with my good friend Dino Archie and others. It's going to be a really good show. I handpicked everybody. Tickets are selling fast. So if you want tickets, go to RyanWithShawns.com. Get your tickets today and uh, come out and support me because I don't know how long stand-up's going to survive during this pandemic. It's going to survive. I hope it does because yep. if anything, we need to laugh these days. For so. sure. For sure we do. Well, we got a couple more minutes left. Yep. Angie, so um, I really wanted to... I know last episode... We got into the old Crystal Leah thing. Oh, and no. I, and I was going to bring that back up. But then I'm like, do I want to get uh, me too in the second podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and I really don't think I do because he's caused enough trouble. So, um, <laughs> so you brought him up just to <laughs> yeah, not bring him up? <laughs> yeah, I did. Because I'm a dick like that. Uh, <laughs> You're a dick like that. Yeah, cool. I'm cool with not talking about it. It's all good. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to watch you squirm a little bit. I That's totally all. was squirming. Holy yeah, I know. shit. Jeez. I know you're like, Jesus Christ, he's going to do it again. Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought I was getting uh, through the whole part. I was like, we're almost done. This is great. Oh, awesome. No mention of it. No. That's all good. It's all good. No, it's all good. Um, we all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, Angie, I'm going to ask you this. Sure. If you were on an island... And I ask, I don't know if you remember, but I ask every caregiver this in the interview, or at least when I remember to, mm -hmm. which is the majority of the time, I ask them if you were on the island and you were, you could only bring three albums with you, um, whether it be stand-up or just regular music, uh, who would it be and why? And before you answer, know that I'm going to critique inside heavily if you give a shitty answer. Oh, so, man. please... Testing my music taste. Oh, and I have to like have it forever. You know what? Yes. Um, we all have those albums. Yeah, well. Like, for example, how well does Angie know Ryan? What would be my number one album? Uh, Wu-Tang. Uh, Wu-Tang. Which album, though? Come on. You can't uh, just. I don't, I don't know the albums. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. How deserving are you to host this podcast with me <laughs> if you cannot answer this fucking simple question? But I listen to this album at least twice a day 
at some point, <laughs> and somebody's opening the goddamn door, and it's probably over right now. Come, come in. That's okay. We're uh, we're we're actually getting close to wrapping it up. Do you want me to answer? Quit the avoiding the question. You want me to answer? Yes. Answer the fucking question. Um, I would say the three albums. Oh man. And I want you to answer my question and try and remember what album it is. Um. Oh, I no, I'm not going to remember. <laughs> it's got a number in it. It's got, uh. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to remember. I, I can barely remember the episodes that are the um, albums that I think I would want okay. to have. Like, okay, I, this is becoming too complicated. <laughs> Just answer the fucking question. <laughs> okay, Breaking <laughs> Benjamin Phobia. Okay. Uh, uh, Breaking Benjamin um, Dark After Dawn. Okay. And um, I just listened to so much Breaking Benjamin. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Probably uh, their Agony album as well. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Nobody does. I, I would just know that you you would mention them every time, and I'd be like, cool, and I'd try to remember, and I could not because uh, that's, Yeah. I've listened to them for like at least 10 years now. So okay. I think I could handle listening to them for the rest of time. Although it might make me hate anything if you make me pick three of it. But Well, um, yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting that you, I give you the choice of three albums and you choose the same group for three albums. Yes. So you'd be stuck with Breaking Benjamin for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. On a <laughs> deserted island? I think I could handle that, yeah. Cool. You know that... They're not coming with the albums. <laughs> it's just the albums, right? <laughs> so they're not actually there with you. Fair enough. Because <laughs> if that's the case, I would totally just hang out with Wu-Tang all the time. Oh, man, that would be awesome. And be like, I'm part of the 36 <laughs> Chambers now. Now you have to tell me By the way, I told you the name, 36 Chambers. Oh. By the way, 36 Chambers is one of the best rap albums of all time. And I will fight anyone <laughs> that disagrees. <laughs> Personally, I will man-max the shit out of my wheelchair <laughs> and I will come to your house and fuck you up <laughs> if you disagree with me. Uh, are you okay, Ryan? Yes. <laughs> yes. We have to wrap things uh, up. We, okay. You're getting a little heated, man. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. All right. Anything else you want to say before we wrap things up? I just want to remind people to be good to each other because we're in a time where we really need each other and stop being so shitty to each other. And stop giving people shit for driving in their cars alone, not wearing a fucking mask. They're in their car by themselves. They can't give COVID to themselves. <laughs> Get over your fucking self, people. I love you all, but fuck off. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Is that a good belt? Yeah, it felt awesome. <laughs> I feel better now. <laughs> All right. <laughs>